All right. <sighs> We're here. Um, Psychotic Strength Crew. This is uh, Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm Brandon. And uh, it's January 5th, I believe, yeah? It is. It's January 5th. So this is the po- first podcast of the year. <clears throat> We're going to be doing... Uh, Try to keep it consistent. Try to do two a week, uh, but we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> if we plan for two a week, we'll definitely at least hit one, right? So yeah, that's a goal, man. That's a good goal. I'm trying to get some more listeners on here. I'm trying to get things a little more consistent, like putting stuff up on the Instagram and Facebook and all that other shit. So, um, yeah, we got a couple things we want to talk about. Uh, gym update. I mean, <clears throat> again, are you doing anything gymly? No, I, I. Uh... No, no, <laughs> no. I was gonna, I was gonna go play some basketball tonight when we were down here, but uh, that's probably not gonna happen. Why not? Well, it just is. we a little too late now. Well, yeah. Well, basketball starts at nine. You know, it's oh. it's seven o'clock now, but it's uh, uh, I didn't bring any of my gym clothes. Just go like that, man. You're I still could kill just, it. Just just ball it in jeans. Jeans, dude. You know, you seen that uh, uh, that internet sensation? They call him the professor. No. He's a street baller. And oh man, he's he's awesome. He's he's good. But he just show up at like a basketball court, and he'll be wearing like Poindexter khakis with a backpack on, and people just clown on him, and then he'll just school him, right? That's he'll fantastic. Just school him, but uh, yeah, I'm sure he at least has his shoes on, though, right? His he's always yeah, shoes. he's got his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I hear that's a pretty big thing in basketball is the basketball shoes. The but. shoes, man. I'm a, I'm a speaking of shoes. I'm a shoe addict. So yeah, yeah. I see that. I got my got my dames on right now. Nice. Yeah, Tanner's starting to get into that shit. Is he? Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be an expensive hobby for him. Sure. I'm not buying him 150 dollars shoes every couple weeks, but that's funny. <clears throat> the kid's a monster too. It's like every six months he needs a new pair of shoes. What size is his foot? Uh. I don't know, almost a 10. Yeah, geez, man. Yeah, I'm 10 and a half, 11, depending on the shoe. Yeah. You know, I don't need that shit. Yeah, I won't be long and my uh, Mason will be wearing my shoes too, man. Yes. Yeah. Fuck that. All my Ooh. shoes are not cool enough for him, so <laughs> we'll be good on that. It one. won't be too long and I'll be rocking the white New Balance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> grass stain from cutting the yard, you know? Fuck yeah. I'm super, into, I'm super afraid to buy a pair of those because I think they'll be amazing. I know they're going to be amazing. That's, that's why I don't own them because I won't buy another pair of shoes and right. I, I'll be committed at that point, you know? And I'm just not I'm just not ready to live that dad life yet, you know? You know? <laughs> a, a buddy of mine, we were talking about doing a dad party. Have you ever heard, seen those? No, it's a dad party. You show up in like your dadliest dad gear. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, like in your New Balances and your fucking fanny pack. The khaki, uh, the the, uh, the cargo high. shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe we'll do some shit like that. That'd be fantastic. Oh, that's great. I got all kinds of jokes, too, man. I crack dad jokes all the time. Oh, I good. laugh my We're ass gonna off. I'm going to have to hear a couple of those today. Because <laughs> <clears throat> I don't have any dumbass questions of the day. What a way to start, man. Oh. Um, happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw you New Year's. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get to see well, you New before Year's New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Happy New Year's to all the listeners and shit too. I always forget you guys are there, not in a mean way, but just like I just talk shit, right? To whoever's next <laughs> to me, man. So Martin's not here again. I'm gonna throw that out there that I'm getting pretty sad. He's not showing up. Martin, uh, we love you. We do love you. I would like you to be actually a part of this. That'd be fantastic. Uh, John missed it. <clears throat> Davey hasn't been here in a while. Rich, I haven't even seen in a long time either. But uh, as far as gym update, this week I started going again. 
Uh, Monday I hit it pretty good, uh, and then Tuesday I, I hit legs, which was a little weird. I usually do it Monday, but I didn't have very much time on Monday, so I ended up hitting um, shoulders on Monday instead, so I can get done faster. Uh, but goddamn, my whole body hurts. What's the name of the gym? Hardcore. Hardcore barbell. So I got a uh, uh, guy that at the office. I'm not going to say his name, but. Uh, he is, I was asking him, he's a gym rat, and he is switching over to hardcore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, you're going to have to give me his name later. Absolutely. <clears throat> Get him in there and shit. I wonder if he's training with uh, Craig or not. But, yeah, Craig's a pretty good trainer. I'm going to have him train me starting February. Um, I'm going to have him train me to be a coach. And what I told him was, like, I need to be at the point where you would hire me at your gym, uh, but I'm not working for you. <laughs> you know, like that's where I need to be, and it's really just for my own sake. Sure. Um, not not just for me, I guess. I do have a lot of people who are always asking questions. Uh, I'm a very consistent gym rat. I've been there for years, you know, and so it's the same thing with anything. When you're consistent at something, uh, people tend to. Oh, if they have a gym question, they call me. You know, they have a cooking question, they call me. They have a real estate question, they call me. Like those are the three big ones I get called for, or if if they need help moving. But <laughs> so oh yeah, and you did just get a truck. Man. I did. So, so we're gonna I'm gonna throw that out there too. So all you I listeners, figured out it's can, a 2015. Can can shoot you an email now? And say, yeah, hey, man, let me. <laughs> it's uh, it's gunmetal green. I don't know what that means, but it's like it looks black from most angles. You get a little light on it. It's like beautiful green. Oh no, it's a great color, man. I lo- love love oh, yeah. that color. If I if I could ever find. The rig I wanted, that's the color I wanted in. Yeah, so, that's one of my favorite I, uh, colors. I was just looking at a Harley that was like a ghost green. That They called it, uh, um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it now, uh, but it, it was a, it changed colors. It was like a pearlescent that changed colors, Ooh. almost like purple black. And like then one of those oil color? It, it, was, oh, it, was, it was a trip. It was a gorgeous bike. Uh, but uh, I, get I got the, on one of those? Or what's what? that? Are you going to get on one of those again or what? Well, I have mine. I, I have one. I, I got a. I got a Dyna. Yeah, this was a. This was a street light. Man, this was. Fuck. This bike was almost forty grand. You know? <laughs> uh, I got yeah. the shutdown. I wasn't. Uh, I, I. I looked at it hard. I mean, I was. I was real close to pulling the trigger, but. Uh, oh shit. Uh, I got the shutdown on that one, so <laughs> I didn't need to buy. I mean, it was. Yeah. It, it, it was. That was a. Might be a little dangerous. Yeah. Well, it's. I I love. <clears throat> I love my bike. I. Uh, this one's bigger. It's a bagger. You know. I. Uh, Long distance cruise. The bike I have now is, you know, it's built to to rip. So uh, it's probably a little more. Da- the bike I own now is probably more dangerous than that bike. Oh, yeah, that's scary. So yeah, I definitely want to get a bike again. Uh, I'm probably not. The next thing I want to get, <clears throat> I actually did a lot of research on it today. Was uh, I want to buy a bus, like a school bus? Oh, a school bus, and then change it into an RV. Hell yeah! I think it'd be fucking sweet, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, where are we going? That's what I'm saying. Where aren't we going? <laughs> Whatever's connected to fucking land, that's where we're going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I want to keep the outside looking like a trashy ass, like school bus, and that way I can like drive it through Mexico and shit. And, like <laughs> nobody will fuck with me. But <clears throat> I oh, looked into awesome. it. It's probably about these guys put a lot of money into it, a lot of work, and and they did like bathtubs and. King size bed, all that other shit. Well, and there's, there's a lot of conversion stuff you got to do, right? You got to put like holding tanks in, water tank, gray right. water tank, black water tank. Yeah, there's know. a lot. Yeah. So they they ended up they costed everything out. I'm talking all the way down to like fucking the screws. 
they costed everything out. It's cost them like forty three, almost forty four grand. Yeah. Uh, and that's including like the eight thousand dollar purchase to buy the the bus. Okay. I can okay. deal with that. You know, but like. Yeah. I mean that's like the nice, like a nice sedan, right? I mean, especially now or a truck, a, a nice truck. Right. Uh, well, the thing is, too, the hard part I'm thinking of is I'm gonna have to do all that work myself. You know, like <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know how good I'm gonna be at all that shit, but we'll see. Fun. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, gym update. I went Monday, Tuesday. I'm fucking dying today from from squats. Killed me. I forgot how much when you first start again. Um, how much is like a full body? Yeah, you know? especially the way I do them, and you're supposed to be doing them right. You need a tight core, all that other shit. It just hurts. Uh, I had to drop my maxes by seventy kilos on squat just to get. <clears throat> I'm doing like sets of ten right now. Right, I'm trying to get my legs fucking huge. Everything. I'm trying to get everything huge. Was it because you haven't been for a while? Is that why yeah. you dropped? Yeah, it's yeah. Been, a, been a couple months. But uh, yeah, man. So. Gym update. Um, let's hop into it. Uh, it is New Year's, you know, so with that comes all the original, non-original bullshit of with like New Year's resolutions, all that kind of crap. So <clears throat> I don't know if you have yours set or not. Well, that's what I was going to do. I was going to pull up my fucking collage here. I made a collage. I make one every year. And I want to... There it is. Is it still recording? It looks like it, is it? It says 9.42. I don't know. It might have yeah. a tiny lapse, but... Yeah, I think we're okay. All right, well, I'll unplug that fucking thing as soon as I show you. I'm going to pull it up and then close it. <laughs> yeah, see, it, does it pause? No, I don't know. Fuck it. Oh, real estate. It's going to be the only way I can fucking go through my... My thing here. The collage? Yeah. There you go. I'm not sure I know how to spell it, but there you go. Pull that shit up. And then we'll do this. Fuck that thing. <clears throat> Alright, so. Here's what I got. <laughs> Man, fuck. Okay. I have Gotta a love technology. Here. So basically, I, the collage was a picture of some pretty buff dudes without shirts on. Yeah, well, yeah. lots of them. Um, some, some with uh, very tight pants. There was a, a pile of money. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, 100 subscribers on the podcast is what I was going for. Nice. Uh, I want a new house, and then I want an investment property. I want to make 200k gross, just even across the board this year. You know, just kind of take it a little easy. Don't go too nuts, but also work, put in some fucking work. Um, psychotic strength. I want that clothing <clears throat> brand started, and on that, I want to. Get my dress clothing going, along with the gym apparel going. I want to get all that shit off there. <clears throat> By the end of the year, I want a five-man team. And then... What's a <clears throat> five-man team, real estate team? Yes. So, by that, I mean a team as in we work together. <clears throat> I'm talking maybe a secretary or secretary TC. Maybe a couple other realtors, either beginners or not or whatever just and maybe get my designated broker's license start my own fucking firm brokerage or whatever the fuck I want to call it um yeah I think that was it oh and then you get to 230 pounds of like lean sexy ass muscle yeah <coughs> I'm at uh, 
definitely two, achievable, man. Two ninety five. So two, yeah, I think. Uh, I mean the whole the whole set. I think the whole the whole list, man. I think that's a good. That's a really good list. Well, because I tried to I tried to get all the way to three hundred k last year, and a bunch of shit got in the way, and I just don't want to deal with all that bullshit again. So, um, I'm giving myself some space. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what are your New Year's resolutions? Um, you know, not a, not a whole lot. I, I, I really, this year, I've got to get Crooked Arrow going. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest one. Uh, I had some, I, I was really ambitious going into it, uh, last quarter of last year, and I, I didn't realize, like, I bit off a little more than I could chew, right? Okay. Uh, in How sense so? of just, like, getting, getting stuff going. I didn't realize everything that was gonna, that was necessary uh, specifically with in the interest of the the business that I'm starting, right? So uh, the idea was to start the ball rolling from my garage while I looked for a real estate uh, commercial uh, store lease spot to to kind of get moved into. But I realized that literally nobody will sell to me because I don't have a storefront. So I can't buy, I can't, I can't sign up any vendor list until I have a storefront, which is a little backwards for me, right? You know, like, right. like, because I was, the the reality of it was getting everything rolling, you know, with unlimited capital, like uh, using capital to gain momentum, using the, the capital that I was making to gain momentum and grow, like instead of having to have a huge chunk of money all at one time to get the storefront and everything I was going to go parts and pieces and start kind of start start building momentum um so uh and and industry-wide that's a standard simply uh for it keeps 90 percent of people from going out and uh buying a 200 dollar <coughs> business license and claiming that they're their own business to get the discount right right, right. uh uh, in the equipment and stuff like that, the the profit margins are good. Everything's really good, and it's a steady, it's a solid industry. So uh, they've got to protect that, and so okay. um, it makes sense. I understand that. I deal personally. I deal with that in the line of work that I do now too. I have customers that do that that try and um, get around buying from me be, and going straight to like my my purchase source. By opening up their own business and selling to themselves, right? Uh, it's kind of a shady way to do business, and you're cutting people out, and it's kind of a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. That's pretty rude. But I get it because you're trying to save money, you know. Well, I and, mean, that's and still that's not how this works. You're trying to pocket the money, uh, but you're looking at it going, <laughs> okay, it, it's got to be amicable for everybody. So, anyways, uh, um, as far as goals are concerned, I really want my archery company off the ground. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to look yet. Um, okay. If you if you saw my my uh, notebook with my kind of my plan board, you know, yeah. written out, it's uh, yeah, it's nothing. It looks nothing like it did when I first started writing everything down. Nothing ever does. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't so, matter what it is, a fucking so, book or not. <clears throat> but I'm I'm looking, man. I I mean, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of movement in my life right now. And uh, I think that the the big deal this year is going to be to stay fluid and not, yeah, not get caught in that riptide, you know, because that's easy to do. 
Yeah, yeah, really easy to do. I mean, I, I did that last year, like six to eight months almost of just not working, letting whatever's coming to me come to me, and and I fucked this year already, you know. I'm getting some momentum going again, but I'm going to have to really fucking hard to get that momentum going, like, for real, you know, to really get smashing on it. So, uh, I know what you mean is what I'm saying, and yeah, getting a business started is fucking bullshit. I feel like they're always like... Just to make sure that we don't get screwed and you get screwed completely. <laughs> We're going to have no risk in this whatsoever and you're going to take every single risk there is to take. Well, the, the reality of it is that the the amount of money that it takes to get off the ground, you know, is, uh, is pretty extensive. A lot more than I had originally anticipated. Um, yeah. Off the bat. Now, there's options. I, and I've got a... I've got a put in a little bit of work and talk to the right people and ask the right questions, kind of find out. Uh, one, one thing, it, dude, I'd be lying. I'd be, I'd be bullshitting you if I told you that I'm not fucking terrified. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's another thing too. Like I can sit here and throw out all the excuses to the listeners all day long. I'm fucking scared too. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that's just real talk. That's, that's, uh, that's what it is. I, I, I make really good money. I have a steady job. I have insurance. You know, I can pay the bills. I, I go into this venture, and yeah, there's a lot of unknowns, you know. So when you got this family... It could be just be a money pit, man. It could be a money pit, you know. Just suck everything you have out of you. you right. Know? And that, that's, that's very scary, man. Any business is. But, yeah, that one especially. I mean, you're going to have to put up so much fucking money to get that going. Yeah, well, yeah... <laughs> <laughs> thanks buddy yeah well you know what whatever you need from me i'll be there i All know right? you know i mean I know. you need help moving i'm right there <laughs> I'll, I'll help you go haul some shit you know i got a flatbed trailer you we need to fast to... sell your house because you can't make the mortgage payment i'm your guy <laughs> oh no 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 nothing in that neighborhood's fast selling right now oh. <laughs> but those fuckers too they're really getting going on face too did you see that the apartment <laughs> complex, yeah, they're flat and everything dude. out. Yeah, they do. They just drop wood and stuff. There was a uh, somebody was complaining about the the vibration and the noise, right? Mm-hmm. And they bought right at the the entrance of that new construction. And uh, for 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 everybody that doesn't know, uh, we bought in a subdivision that is uh, there was an empty lot that they told us was going to be phase two. And we just naturally assumed it was going to be new homes, you know, yeah. brand new, like, brand new houses. Well, phase two is an apartment complex, and they didn't tell us that. And uh, uh, and it's, you know, shame on me for not asking. You know, there's all the kind of stuff. we I could have pulled up city plans. Absolutely, I could have. I could have done a bunch of other research. There's a lot we all could have done, man. Uh, it just sucks. Um, but uh, anyways, but the, the person that bought, I mean, all this stuff was, the, they'd already broke ground and was starting all this construction when they bought their house. So they couldn't really, I mean, you, you couldn't say you didn't know anything was going to go on because there was big machines and shit parked right behind your yeah. fence, you know, yeah. but they were throwing <coughs> fit about the vibration and the noise at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning when they're getting started for work. And, and I kind of, I kind of chuckled a little bit in the sense that, you know, it's like, well, you, you, you knew what you were getting into when you, when you paid that much money for your house. So right. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, that one, you can't really, you don't really have anybody to blame but yourself. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, if I'd have saw all those things back there, I'd at least ask what what it was. They'd have just said Phase Two. I'd have been like, okay. They added in the same shit though, you know. Oh, phase yeah. two. Oh, so more of the okay. Yeah, cool. you know. And the funny thing was, was when they were talking about phase two when we bought in there, I uh, the thought even crossed my mind. Well, maybe I should wait until they build more houses, you know, and and jump in on this, uh, in this next set and kind of, you know, pick and choose because I was kind of trying to decide on whether or not I. Uh, I wanted to customize anything in the house, you know. Right. I mean, it was like that would be kind of cool to to be able to decide like the color of my house or, you know, yeah, uh, stuff like that. But I, uh, uh, everything moved really fast. I mean, our our other house sold so fast and everything. I mean, it was like we needed a house right now, so I didn't really have that option. But thinking about that, it would have been kind of neat. But I'm glad we didn't wait because they weren't houses. So. Yeah, you'd be having your own condo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'd sell it to you like that. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. That sucks, man, but... You know, it's funny. Uh, I got a question for you in, in the real estate world. Uh, uh, I guess it's a little off topic, but... Um, do you do you notice a difference in the condition of the house that somebody lives in as their own personal residence versus uh, the condition of the house that somebody has that is a rental? Yeah. It's almost night and day. Yeah? It really is. I can walk into a house <clears throat> and tell you that the tenants live there. You know? I mean, it, it's just, it's remarkable. The, most of the time <clears throat> when tenants are there, there'll be holes in the walls. There'll be, you know, like, <clears throat> sorry, I keep doing that, but uh, the floor will be all scratched up. Like, there's just no pride in the home. You know what I mean? Because most of the time, tenants, if they pop a hole in the wall, they're not going to tell their landlord. You know right. what I mean? They just live with it because whatever, right? <laughs> but if you pop a hole in the wall in your own fucking house, you're going to fix it because it's your fucking house. And it's going to drive me nuts. So there's right. <laughs> so there'll be holes right. in the wall. Screen doors will be all fucked up, like pushed out, or, or the like the mesh shit will be all cut, and you can definitely tell. Usually, sometimes even just by the yard. You know, you'll walk up there and yeah, sure, maybe it's mowed, but it's not edged. The bushes look like shit. There's weeds fucking everywhere. Whereas, like, a homeowner will... You'll at least most of the time get that mowed, edged... Um, maybe some weeds in there, but not a ton, you know? Right. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I... I uh, in, in the neighborhood that we live in, uh, there's... I don't know how, what the percentage is of rentals. Oh, I, I drove through the other day, right? And as soon as I, I went around, so you come into your neighborhood, right? Yeah. I took a right, and then I came all the way down, right, to your to your house. And then I left the other way. I went straight, so, you know I, you know what I'm saying, right? I took yeah. a right, and I went went south, and then... So, like, like, the street I live on... Right. Everybody owns. Yeah. And then you go the next street over, and, like, as soon as I'm driving that way, I'm like, oh, that's a trailer with three cars on it. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then you're driving through, and there's just, like, piles of heaps of fucking garbage everywhere. There's, like, all that shit, man. So, yeah. So, I can tell which one's rentals and which one's not. So, I was just I was just wondering, um, that seems to be a common topic in our neighborhood, and, and talking to some of the other some of the other guys that I've made friends with, uh, and you try not to... I don't know. You, you you try not to 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 pass a lot of judgment, but at the same time, you're going. 
you know, for somebody who bought and, and paid money and takes and years things, of shit. Uh, yeah. You know, you're looking at it and you're going, well, <clears throat> that's really shitty. <laughs> yeah. Well, because that's the thing. Like, if they were to take the road I took in, say you're selling your house, you'd be fine. Right? But say they took the other road and then cut in towards your house. I If I was buying in that neighborhood, I'd be like, uh-uh, fuck this. And then I'd go in the back to your, to your house, I'd be like, I guess these are newer. Like, I don't know, but <laughs> I don't want to live next to fucking all that garbage up there. Right. You know, and not saying renters are garbage, anything like that, right? It's just, <clears throat> some well, humans are garbage. Well, but there, and there seems to be different rules, too. Like, because uh, uh, we have an HOA. Right. You know, and I'll be damned if you leave your trash can on the side of your house. Uh, right. I mean, you're getting a ticket, and and you get a ticket, man. Yeah. I got a, I got a letter in the mail because I had my when I first moved in, I had my trash cans on the edge of my house instead of putting them in behind my gate. And, uh, uh, but then you have other people who seemingly are they just allowed to get away with it, and it's because they don't their rental agreement doesn't include the HOA bullshit, and so. So they don't have to. They don't have to follow it for whatever reason. They don't. Maybe the, maybe the person who owns the property has to. Right. Maybe they're the ones. You know, they're paying that. That. But I would imagine that after about two or three of those things, you'd be calling your tenant up, saying, "Hey, man, you know, yeah. start putting that shit behind the gate, or I'm going to start finding you." Well, I don't know. And if it's not in the rental agreement, I mean, how are you going to start doing that anyways? But right, <clears throat> just taking it out of their deposit, which you're probably not getting back anyways. Right. You know, listen. I mean, I've dealt. I've dealt with rentals too. So and I was so, just, yeah, I was curious about that. I was wondering how that. You know, I want to say I get sixty percent of the times, maybe even seventy. They don't get their deposit back. Like if that makes any sense, right? right. Like you're a homeowner now, right? So you were probably part of that forty percent of people that got your deposit back when you rented, right? But those people who don't. If you're not getting your deposit back every single time you rent and move, you're probably not responsible enough to own your own fucking home. <laughs> well, there was a time, man. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I, I didn't. I never lived right, in my house. Right, but you where, grew up yeah. and you got, you know. But what I'm saying is if you're consistently losing your fucking deposit every single time and then can't want, and you're wondering why your shit isn't coming together to buy a house, that's probably a big factor. Sure. You don't give a shit. Sure. You know, like. <clears throat> I don't know how many fucking carpets I've had to put in, brand new doors, walls, windows, fucking screens. We, we had one recently that, like, we went in there, and it was a, a new tenant. Uh, a tenant was leaving, and the other tenant was getting a new tenant. And I go in there, and I'm like, this, this fucking under the toilet's like soft. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, it's been leaking behind the toilet. For how long? Oh, it, it, forever. What the fuck? <laughs> like it just like like it just magically goes away. <laughs> like, dude, I gotta now I gotta pull the whole fucking floor out, replace all this shit. You couldn't have just told me it was leaking. Like, what's wrong with you? Well, I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah, I bet you didn't, because now you're on your next fucking rental. You know, like this is all coming out of you. Oh, I didn't do that. How do I know that? You knew it was there. You know what right. I mean? Like you didn't say anything. Now we're in this fucking fight over your stupid deposit. <coughs> That's fine, because you ripped up a piece of linoleum over there. And you know, you also put a hole in this wall and broke one of those wall heaters. <laughs> you don't get it back anyways. I'm actually negative money with your fucking deposit included. 
Yeah. You know, like, Jesus Christ. I don't know that I could be a landlord. Like, I've always wanted, I've thought about it, you know, as far as, like, investment properties and stuff and going, man, it would be great to have investment property. But I've heard some real shit stories, man, some real bad stories. I worked with a guy down in Oregon who was being sued for a million dollars by his tenant over something that his tenant did. He won the lawsuit. He didn't have to pay the million dollars, but... It was some crazy, some crazy shit, and the house caught on fire, and uh, <coughs> and then there was this big, a big lawsuit ensued, and it turned out, you know, that the tenant was at fault and ended up having to pay uh, whatever the, the homeowner's insurance. He ended up having to pay like the the what are they what is the that deductible, the, the deductible on it and shit. And probably so, his lawyer fees too. And uh, but uh, I'm just like, man, what a mess because he he did he was he would he had to pay. A lot of money in lawyer fees to protect himself out of that, yeah. and now it's set up. You know the way it's set up now is, I mean, shit, you can't. Once once somebody moves in, it's impossible to evict them. Right. You know, it start, what. I think they're trying to start changing that shit back, but I think they're just trying to make the society just hand me out, you know, or handouts, you know, where everybody just gets things because they get things, and, and it's screwing the little guy who's trying to take advantage a little bit of some capitalism. You know, like, a building something. Right. You're taken away from that guy and given to the fucking people who give zero shits, never get their fucking deposit back, or get their deposit back because they're threatening to take the homeowner to court, and the homeowner's like, fuck it, $2,000, just take it. It's, it's not worth my, you right. know, my, my lawyer fees are fix it. ten yeah. times that, so. You know, it's just, it sucks, man. All uh, the people who don't deserve things are getting everything handed to them, and the people who are busting their fucking ass get nothing. That's a that's a product of the the direction we're headed to, man. I mean, that's the, you look at society today. And well, I I love that saying where it's like uh, hard times create hard men, hard men create good times, good times create soft men, soft men create hard times, soft men create hard times. Yeah, yeah. It's just this vicious cycle of everybody's so wham 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 right now. It's like you don't even know what hard is. You know, like you're not even fucking working right now. You know, it's just like get the fuck out of here. I mean, you're literally getting twelve hundred dollar checks mailed to you, and yeah. and unemployment at you know one hundred and twenty percent of what you were making before. Right. You know. Right, and then what? I, I was telling, uh, we're in El Salvador. Oh yeah, so that that happened since we we're gone too. But um, we're in El Salvador, and this one of the ladies down there busts her fucking ass. Like I think she's. Like a like a lawyer's aide or some shit like that, busting her ass, and uh, and I found out she made like <clears throat> I think it was like twenty four thousand dollars a year, killing it, like being a <clears throat> a lawyer's aide, and I was like, you should just come over to the U S. and come to Washington, work at McDonald's, they make fifteen dollars an hour, and you don't got to do shit. I'm not saying anything bad about people who work at McDonald's people who work at McDonald's. Well, there's always those four fucking assholes who are walking in circles stoned. Smoking weed up by the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's like, where the fuck is Charles? He comes back in high as fuck. Oh, we were better off without you. Stop touching shit, you know? Like, get out of here. I've also been that guy, so I, I get it. <laughs> Damn it, Chuck. Not again. I remember, fuck, what is this, like, over almost ten years ago, I'd quit smoking weed for like, I want to say three, four years at that point. And I got stoned 
right before work, and I was so blasted, dude, because I hadn't smoked weed in years, <laughs> and, it, and it just keeps getting better, and so I smoked one fucking bowl, thinking, back in the day, I'd have to smoke like a whole blunt to be stoned, right? right? So it's like one one bowl, I got this, and I literally crushed, just like olden days, this whole fucking bowl in like two swoops, dude. <laughs> And I go in there, I am so high. Like, I don't understand anything. Like, I'm, I'm prepping in the in the kitchen. I'm downstairs, and I literally, like, I don't know why I thought this, but there's a 10-gallon thing of ranch, right? Big, huge container. I grabbed it with one hand, fingers just under the lid, and just started walking away with it, and boom! No shit. I'm not going to be able to hold a 10-gallon fucking container of ranch like that. It just landed on the ground, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, that's just all I said for, like, 10 minutes. I didn't even clean it up yet. For 10 minutes, I'm staring at this just like, fuck. Like, thinking of how the hell I'm supposed to clean this up. Anyways, I don't oh, know why that came up, but Jesus. I got it. I that's one of the things, story, like, yeah. I don't think I could smoke weed again, because it's too good shit now. Like... Oh, it's, yeah, it's not that, it's not that, that Mexican derby <coughs> that you bought back from your buddy out of his eighty bucks an ounce kind of you know, shit. <laughs> picking picking the seeds and stems out, man. Right. I mean, this shit's all. I mean, it's genetically modified. Oh, yeah. and it's you know, I mean, it's it's a real deal now. Well, you know, I, I was around for like the birth of of some of that good shit where we were we were starting to get really good at hydroponics and and like really get some good fucking bud that would blow your mind. But at the same time. I was smoking like 10 blunts a day. Sure. So you give me some good shit, just taste it better. You know? Like, that's the only difference for me. But now, Jesus, I don't even... I mean, and that's the thing, too. I love the smell of it. Yeah. It smells so yeah. fucking good. I would make my whole house smell like that if it wasn't weed. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and plus, my lungs are so fucking shot. One hit, and I'm just like, I'm toasted, dude. Like I can't breathe after that. Years, man. I mean, it's been it's been a long time. It put me put me down, put me down. Yeah, yeah, it sucks, dude. And then yeah, the, those big old boogers they're smoking now with torches and like, like gummy weird shit. Have you seen that? Oh, you got all kinds dabs of shit now. You know, you got the dabs. You got the the. Uh, we used to we used to separate. We used to the keef, right? Right. The, the little hairs and shit, and you. But uh, now, now it's people are into the the oil and the, yeah. the you know, like you said, the dab, sticky tar looking shit, and the, well, they're, I mean, they're even and doing then you the, have, the pens. You, yeah, the vape the pens stuff. Have yeah, fucking weed in them now. Yep, <coughs> the weed vape pens and the uh, there's, I mean, they, they have them for all kinds of shit now too. Like you go in and they'll tell you, oh, what do you got? You know, you're like, oh, I'm a little depressed. All oh, this shit will pick you up, or this, you know, this will. <laughs> This is an upper. This is a downer. This, this is, is this gives energy. This noon and before. <laughs> yeah. This stuff is for afternoon. Twelve oh one and after. Like Jesus Christ! You're going, what? This is this is some after work shit, bro. This is some mind blown. <laughs> no, it's funny because like uh, I, I walked in there. I want to say like about a month or so ago, and a friend of mine was out and he just needed a joint, and I was being a nice dude and I'm driving past and I drove past um, Main Street. Yeah. Main Street Cannabis or whatever. So I went in there. I was like, I'm just going to give him a fucking joint. This is going to be sweet. Um, and I was like, okay. 
So I think I think he just needs a spliff and shit. And this little girl behind the counter is just like, what? I'm like, all right. Do you know what an ounce is? What? I'm, you go back there and you find me. You you tell them I need a zip. Whoever looks at you, send to me. I don't need this little bullshit. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I need the person who knows what I know. You know. So this older lady comes out giggling. This older lady. Yeah, dude. I'm talking like straight old school. I'm talking like fifty five ish. Like old lady giggling out the back. She's like, "You need a zip." What the hell? I'm like, no, I just wanted someone who could I could speak to. I'm not trying to change any fucking diapers in this bitch, right? Like, I need a joint for my buddy, all right? Like, that's all I need. Oh, well, she could have helped you with that. Nah, dude, I'm not talking to the children. wasn't understanding the words that were coming out of my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> it's been that long. Uh, so yeah. you, you need sativa or indica. I was like, I'm pretty sure we need some indica. It's some nighttime shit, right? Like, I know what I'm talking about, but that little girl over there can fuck right off, you know? Right. Like, I need a zip. I need a lid. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're going to go resolutions. So, one of the things I want to talk about a little bit was uh, making our resolutions or our goals attainable, right? Um, so, that's why <clears throat> I know I, I could probably make like, three to $400,000 um, in my industry, busting my fucking ass every single day. But what last year had taught me is that sometimes some things get in the way that you have no control over. So put an attainable goal. That's why I put it at two. If I make more than that, I'm not going to stop. Right, right. But at the same time, like I need something that I can get close to kind of quickly. You know, or at least head towards, man, because this is just... Last year sucked, <laughs> but uh, when I when I was a manager, I would teach my I would try to teach my crew members uh, the small obtainable goals. Look for the victories, right? Right. The the achievable victories, not the not the overarching picture that looks big and scary and right. unobtainable, but uh, the the small victories and something like two hundred thousand dollars in your industry. I feel like you can set that up in a in a way that you can you can track on a on a weekly basis or yeah. a monthly basis. It's easily obtainable. Like two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, to make two hundred thousand dollars, I need to sell X number of houses, or I need to you know I need to sell X number of dollars worth of property every month to obtain that. And then right. you can break that down into a weekly model and say, okay, so if I need to sell, just say. Uh, for the sake of discussion, 50 houses. Right. Then, uh, you know, that's a house a week. Right. And, uh, and a two-week vacation, right? Because you, you have 52 weeks in a year, right? right? So you get two-week vacation, sell a house a week. Oh. And then you're looking at it, and you're going, okay, well, that's uh, that's that's my goal. Now, can I realistically achieve a house a week, you know? And if you can't, then you say, okay, well, maybe I need to, maybe I need to modify my goal. Or right. how, how can I really do that? You know, so right. So the thing with my industry is that uh, <clears throat> first of all, it's it's very fluid. I want to say uh, just because no house is going to be the same, right? So if we're saying, so right now, eight thousand dollars is general, like just normal sale, right? So eight times that's an 50, average number. Yeah, that's your average. Just one side of a deal. Your average number. So 50 sales 
would be 400 right <coughs> so literally i would have to sell to get 200 what two a week and no, one, or, uh, no two a month two a month once one every other week <coughs> one every other week right and you allow yourself two weeks off right well no because that's tw- that's still only 24 so i would need one extra one extra to finish sure. it off right sure. to make the 200 yep. um but that's doable <clears throat> doable it is it's doable you know and so that's that's kind of where i was at where i can close up to like eight in a month i've done it before right and so like that's fantastic but that was also all by myself and it sucked i'm just constantly in my office doing paperwork shoving this this way and that way. well so that's another aspect of what you have to look at in your goal set too, because part of your part of your resolution, your goal is to have your five hundred <coughs> team. So, in order for you to achieve your two hundred thousand dollar benchmark, and have your employees that you have to pay, your house number is going to change accordingly. Correct. Um, so, on that, <coughs> let's say the TC gets paid per transaction, right? On what I what I do, uh, I pay my TC a little more than most people do. Uh, it's usually about five hundred bucks a sale, right? So if I'm doing two, they're making about a thousand. Um, if they want to be like full time TC, and I have four other realtors or three other realtors in my group because we'd be a five person team, um, then she'd get five hundred bucks off of each one of their sales as well. So say if each one of them, even just does one every other month, right? That's still six. That adds another six or three grand per agent to their shit, right? So, or just one sure. a month, and so that's the plan is to get them paid so they want to stay. I mean, I know that one of the biggest things is is in this industry is to get an assistant, not a TC, and the difference between that is they are paid salary, right? Whether they're paid hourly or whatever, so that way you have to push yourself to be able to pay them. Right, that's one of the right. big, big benchmarks in real estate is having your own assistant. So, maybe so I'll go that way. now if you have a team of three other realtors, is it how does that in your industry how does that work? Now, do you get a percentage of the sale? Then, so then that would also adjust your benchmark on the amount of houses you have to sell if you're making money off of the houses that they're selling. So I think the way I want to put this is, <clears throat> I want to make. $200,000 off of my sales gross at the end of the year. There you go. That's 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 where I want to be. Right. Now, that does not include how much I'm paying my TC. It doesn't include marketing and all that other bullshit. I want to okay. make that much. Because <coughs> after that, everything else is, just makes everything easier, right? Well, I'm just overcomplicating shit. You know? No, I, no, and that's what you need to do. You're trying to <laughs> run a business, right? So right. I also have to uh, figure out space for all these people. Right. I can't have a five-person team without my own fucking office. I can't have them running out of my garage. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I can't have an assistant. Maybe my assistant can work from home, but what if I need her to show a house? She also needs a real estate license, which would make her worth more. So I'd have to pay her more, right? Him, her, whatever. <coughs> um, and the only reason I even set the five-man team is because I have another agent in mind, and I have a TC that I'm, I'm thinking of pulling on already. Right, and I think I'm gonna make her um, assistant TC shit until she gets her license, and then we can go from there. But we'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah, so attainable goals, man. Um, so in my industry, two hundred thousand—that's not a big deal. 
right? That's <clears throat> that's doable if you work, and that's your making your phone calls. That's let's do what you got to do. Um, yeah, I got two. <clears throat> I have three closing this month already, so I'm already off to a good fucking start. Now I have to get shit in writing in the next week or so. It's the way I can close in February too. So otherwise February might be a blank, which I can't have. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah. So just attainable goals, and that's the thing is like people see this whole people who aren't smart, who aren't who who I believe aren't trying to actually do it, or maybe just don't have the right direction in front of them. Um, it's not just this big leap from now I own my own business to now I'm a millionaire. You know what I mean? That's not how this shit works. First of all, you can make a million dollars. That's fantastic. But now let's overcomplicate shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? How much of that are you taking home? Exactly. How much is the fucking <laughs> IRS taking? Exactly. Cheese and balls. I don't even want to look at that. I've made some good money in my time. And, and I look at this IRS bill like, what the fuck? No, 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 I look at this IRS bill that I had to write. You know, you can't just send me a fucking bill. I gotta guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I can get it wrong and you can get mad at me for it. And take my house. Right. <coughs> I sell houses, bro. I don't do fucking taxes. Right. You know? <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that. Which is a which is a chunk of money. I mean, because <coughs> most likely you have to hire somebody to look at all that shit. You know, so that's another chunk of the money. When you're when you're looking at it and you're you're looking at uh, especially goals with money in business, you have to you have to set you have to establish what that boundary is, right? Like you did a really good job in saying I want to make two hundred thousand dollars gross sales off of my my sales, sales. yes, uh, and and so that's. That's really black and white, you know, the, the, the definitive line is drawn. And then from there, you know, inside of that, you can you can kind of pick apart what that looks like uh, and, and deciding how much money you get to, you're keeping, right? Or, or figuring out how much right. money you're keeping. But the overall picture is, and a lot, of, a lot of people kind of reverse engineer that, right? They go, okay, well, I want to bring home X amount of dollars. So what do I have to do to achieve that, right? right? And so, you know, if you say, I want to bring home $1 million, right? and then you actually look at what it takes to bring home $1 million. You want to bring home one, you got to make two. Right. Yeah. You're going, oh, shit, I have to sell 100 times the houses I'm selling now. Right. <laughs> you know? And, and which isn't a bad thing to do because you can put together a plan to get there. Right. But uh, you have to look at what it's going to take in order to do that, right? Well, and then and that's the thing, too. And you got to start thinking smart. Like, if you're trying to make that kind of money, do you have time to do paperwork? No. You you have enough money to pay someone to do your paperwork, which frees up more time for you to make more sales. Because the sales actually makes you more money. Right. And then now you also got a team. <clears throat> do you have time to take on new members? Or do you have time to take on people who want to save some money from another brokerage? Right. Who know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it's, it's really important to always write this kind of stuff down and right. map it out, uh, put together a roadmap and, and, uh, and, and you learn more as you go. That's the one thing I've learned about putting together, uh, the roadmap for my business is as I, as I started developing my roadmap, I learned exactly how much I don't know. 
you know, or yeah. not even exactly how much, I, but I, I learned, I'm learning every day that there's more shit that I don't know. Oh yeah. You know? And so that roadmap is just, I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking ball of yarn right now. Right. Right. Of course. <laughs> it's all over the and place. You know what? Someone, I wouldn't, I want to say someone's not going to have a straight line out of that ball of yarn until 20 years in where they're almost done. You know what I mean? Sure. They're making damn good money. They could walk away from their business and then still pay them. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> That's when you have it all figured out. And I, I'm just... I really want to point out the fact of all this, like, in, influencers and all this other bullshit on, on social media. It really makes me mad. I always bring up how fucking dumb they look trying to say, you can get this physique and blah, blah, blah. No, you can't. You know where that physique <laughs> comes from? Fucking steroids. Take this pill right. or drink this, drink this water, this magic water, and... Fuck that shit. If it's legal, it ain't working. All right? right? <laughs> you know? Like, I don't want to... Don't play... Go get fucking Botox, all right? Go get Botox and go get some surgery on that shit. Right. Um, otherwise, <clears throat> it's not going to work. And then, uh, but I also, I hate this shit like, make a million dollars a year from home, or from the beach out in LaGuardia or whatever, right? Like, where's LaGuardia? Uh, I, I don't even know if that's a real place. Anyways, <laughs> I think that's an airport, actually. Hawaii. There we go. That's easier. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and have your money work for you. Um, there's people still busting their fucking ass on very, very good businesses that are very well mapped out that still couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, these guys have been busting their ass their whole life and know the inside and out of every single piece of their industry and still couldn't walk away from their business like that. Right. So to put some hope in somebody's eyes after they read your ninety-minute fucking book or whatever. Well, the, the book should title uh-huh. how to how to make a million dollars selling books to people who want to make a million dollars. Right. You know? <laughs> right. I, I wonder if that's what they're actually doing. Literally, because that's that's literally what you're doing. Is, like, is, haha, got you. Yeah. You should do this too. Here's a fake book. It's <laughs> just a bunch of <coughs> pages. You know. That's pretty funny. I wonder if that's what it is, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I always support businesses that do it the hard way. And uh, <clears throat> if you want a business like that, you may not even be around when that business gets to the way you want it to be. Right. You know, I mean, this may be a couple generations deep kind of a fucking plan. It's interesting that you bring that up. The company I work for is a family-owned business. And it's been it's been around for a long time, and I think we're on fifth generation. I, I want to say fifth. I could be wrong. Uh, anyways, fifth generation, and I think the company is you know I mean it's in a it's in an incredible spot now. It's an incredible company right. uh, uh, to begin with, but uh, just in the in the almost fifteen years that I've been there, it's grown probably it's doubled in size. Nice. Since I've been there, and that's the most growth that it's that it's gone through in a long time, and and basically since uh, since its inception, and uh, uh, you know the 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 founder, the original the original uh, patriarch of the family that started the company, it, it hasn't never got to see that success. Right. You know, uh, when they when they <clears throat> passed away, it was one store. You know. One location. We're twenty three locations now. Wow. You know, so it's it's uh, that's kind of a big deal, you know. But like you said, you, when when it gets passed down, well, and know, then what happens when you get that kid who doesn't fucking care? 
Well, on the flip side of that too, yeah. You know, I mean, you could you can run into that, and then there goes your business. I mean, all you can do is really hope and try. <clears throat> That's why I mean, I feel like no matter what, as long as we bust our fucking ass, uh, do everything the hard way, you know. Uh, and by that, I don't mean <coughs> make everything harder on purpose. By that, I mean make the hard decisions that have to be made and follow through with them. Then, you know, so my two mottos are never settle, right? And uh, everything that's fucking great is hard as shit. <laughs> everything. Everything Everything's that's great is, 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 is hard. very hard. Yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, without the curses. <laughs> without the cursing. Sorry. I no, I, I, I really like that. I, I think that that's, uh, those, are, those are strong words to, to sit on, too, and to... to to ponder over, I think that that's well, that's a and, incredible. You know, it's it's also th- those me saying that out loud, which I say all the fucking time uh, to my kids, to my friends, to coworkers, business people, all that other shit. It's also a lot of pressure because, and I put that pressure on myself by saying that this is my motto. So how in the hell am I gonna not make these hard decisions? make these hard moves that have to be made instead of taking the easy road, how am I not supposed to do that? I have to lead by example, right? Any leader is going to lead by example, not just by their fucking words, it's actions. So there's a lot going on right now, but that's what I'm trying to do, is trying to show... So you have to really dig down inside of yourself, and we're all made, we're all made and built differently, but I think that... Uh, one of the beautiful things about people is we're resilient, you know, and we all bring unique aspects to life in each other's lives, but we all have different skill sets at the same time right. and, and are able to accomplish and, and be successful in so many different facets uh, in the world around us. And I think that I love it. We in a previous um, podcast we talked about not letting fear steer the ship. You know, right. we, you, you gotta you gotta handle the fear, which is uh, which is something I'm learning now. But uh, uh, you you have to be courageous enough to take action, right? I mean, to take that to take that opportunity by the balls right. and and run with it. You know. Um, you have to have that heart, but you have to have the drive and the grind and the strength to do it, you know, which is one thing that's really cool about this podcast. And I love the name of it, the psychotic strength yeah. uh, side of it. And I think you said it well uh, in a past episode, too, is is you got to be a little bit psycho. Yeah. You know, yeah, to enjoy the you, hustle. You, you got to You got to be a little bit insane um, yeah. to, to make it work for you, because otherwise otherwise you're just doing it for somebody else right and and it's no fun that's no fun you know on that though i know you're saying you have to have motivation and drive and all that other shit i completely agree with you but i think that it's a lot less complex than people think um i think it's it's the same thing with uh like like gaining weight or losing weight getting your perfect body it's so simple you want to gain weight, eat more food, work out. You want to lose weight, 
you know, like it, you just eat less food and yeah, but you have to make it the habit, right? You have to break the habit that's holding your holding you back, and you have to you have to make the 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 goal the habit. Right? I, I understand that part, right? And but so all I'm saying is, it's a very it is once you get to the process, everyone thinks it's super fucking complicated, but a lot of this shit is so simple. Like this, having the motivation, having the drive, all that other shit. It just, just fucking do it. Do it. Take the first step. What's the first? Find out the first fucking step and go do that. After that, take the next fucking step. Go do that. Yeah. It's not crazy difficult. Starting a business. Yeah, your roadmap looks fucking insane right now, right? <laughs> yeah. But I guarantee, I mean, start a business, you gotta get a business license. First step. Right? right? <laughs> Bam. Go do that. I guarantee you'll be a lot more motivated to keep going. Absolutely. Motivation, I feel, is built on stride and momentum. Yep. You know, it's really hard when you just push, 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 and then stop. It's hard to get that going again, man. Yeah. You bring up, that's a very good point. <coughs> that is a really good point. Just like, just like lifting, just yeah. like, like working out, you know, hitting the gym every day, and then you stop. Once you stop, man, it's really hard to get back in the gym. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, <laughs> uh and I'm not even a gym guy, and I know that. But, uh, you know, the losing weight, uh, gaining weight aspect of it, like once you start, once you stop, it's really hard to get to get going again. Right. I think, you know, uh, a lot of vices in life are that way. Absolutely. And and that's the thing, too, with all your vices, like you're saying. Like, I mean, you want to stop smoking cigarettes. <clears throat> it's going to suck. Know that already. You got to put the pack of cigarettes down first. Put it down. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking put another one in your mouth. First thing is, is make it through the is, first twenty four hours. Yeah, the Damn. first the first four hours. You know. Yeah, cut it even shorter if you have you to. You know, I mean, that's, uh, if you're a three pack or a day or guy, yeah, if you're I smoking mean, once one an hour. You know, change it up to one every two hours. Right. You know, that's a victory. Right? That is a victory. Absolutely. You know, you got you got to count one step at a time. You got to count those attainable goals. You got to count the wins, man. Right, because then when you're three days in. <clears throat> and you're down to one every six hours, um, it might be a little easier to go to one every 12 hours. Right. Instead of taking that extra hour step and making it seven hours. Right. It, it might just, that momentum. It's really exactly. getting that momentum going in it. Exactly. But, <coughs> um, so yeah, speaking of writing up a team, all that other shit, um, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about leadership differences uh, between a leader and a boss. <coughs> You know, there's a lot of little memes, pictures, all that other shit, whereas, like, uh, I, my, one of my favorites is there's a bunch of dudes carrying a giant rock, and the boss is sitting on the rock, screaming, go, and the leader is in front of everybody with the biggest fucking rope yanking on that shit. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, <clears throat> it's just a huge difference in... And that's one of the things too that I, I'm talking about. You got to lead by example. You know the number one reason why people leave their jobs, the boss, their boss, <laughs> their manager. They're one one hundred percent man. The number one reason why people leave their jobs is is their is their boss. Yeah, yeah, I've been there, man, and it's uh, that's one of the reasons I can't work for anybody ever again. You know a, a really neat class for for leadership and leadership minded individuals. Is uh, the four disciplines of execution? Interesting. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Franklin Covey at all. Uh-uh. Give them a little little sales plug on this <laughs> bitching podcast. Uh, um, four disciplines of execution. 
and the seven habits of highly effective people. Yeah, I think I've read that one. Uh, both both of them are very incredible. There's a lot to Something ingest. Covey? In Franklin Covey? Frank, Franklin Covey. Or Stephen Covey. Uh, they're same same thing. Look up either one. Uh, um, a ton, a ton of information. Uh, I was privileged to go through both of those uh, seminars. They're... Um, uh, I think one was like a week long and one was a couple of days. Jeez. Uh, uh, but uh, the takeaway is incredible. And, and you know, you can compare it to drinking water from a fire hose uh, some, <laughs> sometimes. but Because uh, there's a lot, like I said, a lot of information. There's a lot to ingest. But, uh, uh, you know, really focus on the strengths that you have, you know. And, and understand your weaknesses. And that those are the areas that you want to work on, you know. Like, knowing where your strengths are at and, and your weaknesses are at is really imperative in being successful. Staying humble with yourself and understanding the areas that you need to improve uh, are, what's going to, are what's going to allow you to continue to grow and be successful. Yeah. You know? Well, so, uh, on that, I get a lot of, uh, <clears throat> my wife especially right now, Especially, will always try and tell me that uh, I'm very cocky or arrogant, um, something like that. And really, it comes from I feel like I'm very humble. And the reason I, it's hard to tell yourself you're humble, right? <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. But the only reason I say that is because I am very proud and very aware of what I'm fucking great at. I'm very aware, right? But on that same token, I'm very aware of what I'm not good at. And I would never tell you I am good at something that I'm not. Right. You know, I focus on my strengths because that's what I have to offer. I'm not going to go out there and put a new engine in that car outside. I'm not going to do that. This is one of my weaknesses. You know what I mean? And I'm more than happy admitting that, paying a professional to do it, you know, because that's his strength. I would rather have a professional handle that shit than try to figure that shit out in three times the amount of time. Maybe I can do it. I don't want to. I want to focus on my strengths and make my life and everyone else's life around me better. Right? And so yeah. that's... that's. I feel like that's what a lot of people have a hard time doing is that. Admitting what they fucking suck at. <laughs> you know? Nobody wants to suck at things. Nobody wants to suck at anything. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. And... On the, on the token, on the same side of that, is you can't make the assumption... That somebody doesn't know. And we all have an idea of what we're shitty at. Now, there's some people who are just completely oblivious yeah. and, and, and stuff. So, I, I mean, I can't say everybody. But most rational people already understand, you know, especially if they've got some years on them. You know, if, they've, right. if they're in their 30s, you know, they're pretty... I can guarantee you that most people have a, have a pretty strong, you know knowledge of where they they can improve right so you know to make to make the assumption that somebody doesn't understand that i think is is tough too you got to be careful about you know assuming those things and right that's that's fair and and helping you know work with somebody helping them grow now i, I know like you've walked into you've walked into houses do-it-yourselfers right oh yeah and if you're looking at it and, and some people are just like they, they thought they you know they built the Taj Mahal and they're like right. you know but 
I don't know. I've done some shit, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, you know, I know that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know that shitty. I did the best I could, and and I tried. It I works. tried really hard. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. My my dad's a cabinet builder, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah, yeah. I can run some screws into the into the cupboard door, into the hinges on the cupboard door, and make it work. It'll function. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, maybe not even very well. But you know, my my dad's a cabinet builder, man. He's the he's the the finished guy. He's gonna make it look he's gonna make it look top notch. Right. That's so. why I keep saying I, I like the RV thing. I want to build a bus into an RV. And then I went through the whole process of, of looking up what it all takes, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I might as well just fucking buy one. You know? <laughs> like, right. It's going to take me years to get that thing all put together. Well, there's a, there's a huge difference, right? Like, I, I've, I've always wanted to have a project car. You know? Right. Uh, uh, I, I would love... There's a couple of a couple of cars that I'd really like to have, and one of them's a VW Bug, man. I'd like an old school, like a like a '71 VW Bug. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I don't know shit, man, <laughs> about it, you know. And I don't have one because, for one, I don't have anywhere to put it, right. and it would just sit there. Right. And 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 as much as I mean, ambition in the all the ambition in the world doesn't change the fact that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, YouTube might. <laughs> YouTube exactly. <laughs> But, you know, there's a nuance to things. And there's a nuance to being professionals. You know, it, what is it, uh, 10,000 hours? Is that yep. what it is? 10,000 yeah, hours yeah. To, be, uh, to be a professional? Yeah. And uh, I don't have 10,000 10, hours to put into a car. No way. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's where... just one fucking car. And that's just one car. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> as much as I want to, as much as I would love to, same, same thing with... Being a professional baseball player, it's, right. it's not going to happen. <laughs> not to right. mention the fact I'm old as fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some old ass dudes in the in the MLB. But it's uh, <coughs> yeah, you know, I mean, just ain't going to happen. As much as I wanted to, I can want all day long. But right. I, I I I understand my skill set in that in in those areas. Hmm. Then there's other areas that you know I might think I'm better at than I really am. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that too. I'm yeah, sure there is. So. You know, I thought I was pretty damn good at weightlifting until I kept getting hurt. And then I started realizing that, like, you should stretch. <laughs> that was a hard one for me to admit because I wouldn't do it forever. Right. Now I'm getting old. I, I have to, man. Like, or it's going to hurt me. But. Oh, yeah. It's just about an hour. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I mean, I, I always expect a, a leader to lead by example. You know, I mean. That's kind of what it is, but always, man, always you got to. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, um, <clears throat> you have a shout out. You know what, man? We talked about this too, so I'm gonna take John Madden, man. Okay. We lost, we lost an NFL icon, yeah. uh, uh, the, right at the end of the year, and and even if you don't, even if you don't pay attention to football. I mean, you almost—he's universally known. Yeah, you know uh, the name. Yeah. Uh, video games as the biggest sports video game franchise is named after him, right. and uh, everybody's been playing Madden since what Super since Tech or since Super Bowl or Super Nintendo. Yeah, I was thinking Tecmo Bowl, but that wasn't Madden. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I don't know. I don't know when when the first Madden game came out. So, right. uh, but uh, uh, it's been a long time, man. And and he was. He was an icon on TV. He was uh, he was an icon in the in the uh, in the sports world, the world of football, and and you you just knew him. You know, you knew who the guy was. So, uh, 
Thanksgiving, the turducken was his deal, you know, yeah. the, the turkey, duck, chicken. Uh, the turducken was, was his big deal. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving uh, football games without John Madden are going to be, he's going to be missed, man. So that's my shout out is, okay. uh, is to John Madden, man. And I'm going Betty White. Betty White. Just an amazing woman. Um, you know, just one of the sweetest human beings I think anyone's ever met. Uh, I didn't know her personally, right? So I'm all talking off fucking <coughs> uh, non-actual experience. But she's a sweetheart. She's in a lot of shit. She was fucking hot when she was young, dude. You seen some pictures, man, of, yeah. of back in the day? Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, she gave Marilyn Monroe a run for her money yeah, for sure. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah. Um, and then, boo, 99. Almost made 100, man. I, can that you believe sucks. that? You know what? Yeah. I'd be so mad if I was if I was her. I'd be haunting the people from Time Magazine because I think <laughs> I think it was Time Magazine or Rolling Stone or, or a magazine that put out the cover of her uh, her Betty White a hundred years young or a hundred years strong or something like yeah. that. And it was like this this celebration of her birthday and all this stuff. Like you're you're putting this shit out before I turn a hundred years old and you jinxing me on this. Oh, <laughs> man, I, I thought I saw that at the store. I'm coming back from the grave and, and haunting your ass. I'm yeah. just telling you, Tyler. It's uh... That's fine. <laughs> I get it. You better. Um, anything else you got? What do you got there? Oh, it's just uh, some, some corny dad jokes do we're talking some about. corny dad jokes. Do it. Do it. Oh, why am I afraid for the calendar? I don't know. Because its days are numbered. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, they are. You become a dad. I feel like when you become a dad, you you immediately... You get it. You just you just get it. Yeah. Exactly. You, They're funny, man. You inherit this this automatic ability to be the world's biggest dork and have fun with it. Well, it's funny because my kids, every time they're like, Dad, I'm bored. I'm like, nice to meet you, bored. I'm dead. You know? Like, ha <laughs> ha! Got you. They just they think I'm such a dumbass. Oh, that's like, that's oh. classic, man. That's that's a classic one. Yeah. Hi, hey, hungry? I'm dad. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm starving, dad. Oh, I'm now you're kidding. starving? I'm no, confused. I'm, yeah. Are you I'm, hungry or starving? I'm pretty sure I named you Mason. But yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, not funny. <laughs> that's funny. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. You got any more? You wanted to do more? Oh, um, okay. Uh, <clears throat> what do the Eiffel Tower and ticks have in common? I don't know. They're both parasites. Oh. It's <laughs> 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 good. good. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. You're going to people burn <laughs> this we, thing down. When we started this whole thing, that, <clears throat> that, that was something we used to do every time. Um... <laughs> All right, well, let's just hit this, close it up a little bit. Thanks for listening. This is Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm Brandon. And uh, we're going to have Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube I'm still working on. <clears throat> Keep an eye out for the uh, Psychotic Strength gym wear. I'm going to get that going. And then the dress shirts and stuff for buff-ass human beings that don't fit in normal shit. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, Happy New Year.